Welcome folks to Circle of Insights Foreign Affairs. I'm, remember, if you like these videos, make sure to like them and follow us. And we truly appreciate it if you could share it on your social media. As a lot of these stories you're not going to see in the mainstream media. Well, it seems that the day of reckoning has come. The Mexican police officer who arrested El Chapo's son was shot 150 times in brutal broad daylight execution. Tremendously a tragedy, but something we expected. A uh, Mexican police officer, uh, he was assassinated in a parking lot. You can see it in closed circuit television cameras capture the horrifying moment on Wednesday morning. You can find this on National Security News on Twitter and Instagram. You can see the video there. The ambush took less than 30 seconds as a gunman fired at least 150 bullets into the white vehicle. The red car had followed the white car into the parking lot of a shopping center in Culiacan, the capital of Sinaloa. The pictures are pretty graphic with 150 bullet shots. Um, the odd thing is we're seeing some strange behavior. Uh, Alvador Amlo, the president of Mexico, actually named the individual who had the operation to capture El Chapo's son, and most people were wondering, why would you even do that? We, we, nobody really understood why he did that. So that was unusual behavior. Uh, now we see that they've assassinated the police officer involved in this violence, in the capture of El Chapo's son. And uh, we're seeing, again, the cartel now uh, really increasing their violence. And some are really starting to get frustrated with AMLO, the president of Mexico, how he's handling it. Uh, one of his slogans is um, abrazos no balazos, which if you translate it means hugs, not bullets, approach. But it has not reduced violence. In fact, it's actually 2019 is on track to surpass 2018 as the most violent year in recent history. Ever since they've been taking tallies of how many homicides, I mean, they're approaching almost 40,000 homicides in Mexico. you got to think about this, folks. Mexico has about 150 million people. The U.S. has about 330. The U.S. had about 18,000 homicides last year. So we have double the population of Mexico, and they have double the homicide rate that we have. Similar to, actually, Brazil, which many people don't realize either. But this impunity, this collusion between police and organized crime or the drug cartels has given the cartels immense firepower and territorial control. Um, of course, if you combine this with poor distribution of government, military, and inadequate police funding, this all contributes to the record levels of violence, the amount of drug trafficking that is occurring. Another reason for all this incredible brutality is the cartel strength and sway. Uh, we see them the other day, I think, in, in uh, Mitra Khan, 13 state police officers were killed in an ambush by the Jalisco New Generation Cartel. Kula Khan residents were terrorized by an unprecedented, unprecedented show of power from Sinaloa Cartel gunmen during the operation of uh, capturing El Chapo's son. Women and, and children in broad daylight were murdered in a heinous attack near the Sonora-Chihuahua border with the Mormons. But again, AMLO continues to stay strong with his philosophy that this is the way to fight crime. Now, I can't really tell you which way it is. We know Felipe Calderon was declared a war on the cartels, and everything went really south from there. So 
Did he have the best method or did AMLO have the best method? All I do know is that it's not getting any better, it's actually getting worse. And this is a problem. So Mexico continues to struggle with this cartel activity. Mexico has attributed other factors to their violence. And they weak, they attribute it to weak institutions. In an interview with the uh, newspaper Millennial, who Luis Raúl González said he is concerned and unhappy with the violence and insecurity in Mexico, but especially worried about the lack of knowledge the nation's institutions have. Um, González will end his five-year term as the chief of the National Human Rights Commission in Mexico. But he quotes things such as the 40,000 people that are missing across Mexico, the case of the 43 students who disappeared in Guerrero. These things have never been solved, and violence against women and journalists remains high. Over 100 journalists have been killed, I think, in the last decade. On the case of the disappearance of the Zanzanapa uh, rural teachers and college students, Gonzalez said that the CNDH provided the government with an exhaustive line of investigation to pursue, but claimed it has been ignored. Nobody's even following up, and I think even their success rate or, close, or um, closing rate in regards to homicides is less than 20%. So you can tell it's not just about poor funding, it's also about poor follow-through. If you can't solve the cases, the close rate, you have a big problem. We'll cover more about Mexico and other factors soon enough as we continue our discussion about politics around the world.